villagers, get ready. Here's Miss T with a word designed with you in mind. On WJBE. You're back where it's at, and it's time to chat. On the show with the flow that keeps you in the know, we chatter about what matters and keep it real with our spiel. We keep it real and true while we do what we do. Thanks for tuning in to Talking With T, the show designed with you in mind. It's May 25th, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, talented actress Octavia Spencer, reality star Rashida Frost, and it is also the birthday of late tap dancer Luther Robertson, better known as Bojangles, as well as actress Leslie Uggams, who played Kizzy in Roots and was later featured in Sugar Hill, Deadpool, and more. Today on the national calendar is National Missing Children's Day, National Wine Day, and Memorial Day, a United States federal holiday, which is observed each year on the last Monday in May. This day is in honor and remembrance of all the men and women who have died while serving in the United States Armed Forces. On this date in history, Jesse Owens, who was the winner of four Olympic gold medals, broke five world records and tied for a sixth in a 45-minute span while running in the Big Ten Championship track meet in 1935. The theme this month is Survive and Thrive. Survival is not new, though strategies may differ. Many before you paved the way for your survival. They put things in place to make things easier on the next generation. They marched, sat down, sat in, went underground, learned, loved, and lifted. The crown is already paid for. You just have to put it on. I encourage you to not just survive, but thrive. You were built for this. Business owners, church leaders, entrepreneurs, why not build your brand on Talking With T, your urban talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage. Call today, 865-409-1170 for more details or visit TalkingWithT.com. Remember to make note, I'm always looking to share and highlight music from rising artists, and I look forward to more submissions for T's Top Teens and Hometown Heroes. Help me celebrate people making good choices, doing good work, and contributing to our community. Also, be sure to subscribe to Talking With T Daily, our online newspaper for your daily scoop of trending news to find out what we're talking about. The president of this here United States has asked all of the church houses to reopen. Well, listen to what one minister had to say. Listen, there are churches going back to worship uh, around Chicago, I'm told, around the nation. Fellowship will not be one of those. You can save your call. You don't have to call up to the church or wonder what us doing, what we're going to do. We're not coming back to church until the Lord, the righteous judge, wakes me up out of my sleep and says it's time to come back to the building. See, see, the church is still open. The building is closed. So while we're in this season, the church is still open. We're still worshiping. We're still doing ministry every week. And I thank God for it. But we will not return into this building until the Lord himself 
wakes me up out of my sleep, slaps me three times, pours water from heaven on my face and warms my feet with the fire of the Holy Ghost. And I have no choice but to jump out of my bed and say, yes, God, until that moment happens, you don't have to call us. You don't have to email me. You don't have to DM me. We ain't coming back up in here until it is absolutely safe. We'll be back in here when the NBA opens. We'll be back in here when all the governor's mansions open for tours again. We'll be back in here when the White House opens again for visitation. Until then, until all of their stuff, and you know who there is, until their stuff opens up, none of our stuff will be opening up. Let the church say amen. Put your ears on blast. This will go pretty fast as we cover today's quick bits. The Knoxville area has not been hit as hard as some other places, but in my opinion, this doesn't mean that we shouldn't remain cautious. Some people say you have a better chance of hitting the lottery than catching COVID-19. Well, that isn't true because first of all, you do have more of a chance of catching the coronavirus. About 1,600 people hit a lottery of sorts each year. Over 5 million people have been hit by the coronavirus in less than half a year. And as minute as the chances are to hit the lottery, you still buy tickets. So you're taking a chance. You're taking a risk. You're hoping for the best in order to change your life. So think of it like this. Chances may be slim, but you could hit the coronavirus and it could be life changing or life ending. And not just for you, but for those who happen to be in the same space with you or those who may have touched what you touched. So we still want to be mindful of our social responsibility to keep not only ourselves safe, but those around us. Since states have reopened, I read there were over 21,000 new cases and 1,000 deaths reported in a 24-hour period. There was a hairdresser who exposed more than 90 customers and the people they may have come in contact with after going to work with symptoms for eight days. Now, Knoxville is currently entering phase two of reopening, and it is emphasized that this is not a return to pre-pandemic normal. Phase two outlines the following, physical distancing, wearing cloth face coverings, frequent and proper hand washing, cleaning surfaces, and staying home if you're sick, are instructed to isolate or quarantine. The major changes to the guidance are that gathering sizes increases from 10 people to 50 people, but each household should remain a minimum of six feet from others. Most industries can reopen if they follow certain guidelines and please refer to the plans laid out for specific details. You can also find updated guidance for specific types of employers and other organizations. The health department will assess the data after at least 14 days and will provide any necessary updates or recommendations on June 12th. For my local listeners, visit the Knox County, Tennessee Health Department website for more of the community strategies for phase reopening and a more detailed explanation of the phases and expectations as we navigate the coronavirus pandemic. As I said, over 5 million people have been hit by the coronavirus. There have been 340,000 deaths and over 2 million have recovered. The rest remain in an active state. You can keep up with live updates and the impact in your area on the homepage of TalkingWithT.com. 
We are still unsure of the total economic outcome from the pandemic, but in April, 1.6 million people didn't pay their mortgage. Subway laid off 150 employees. 57 St. Louis companies have furloughed or laid off 20,000 workers. Simon Property, the biggest U.S. mall owner, has furloughed 30% of its workforce. Marriott is to furlough tens of thousands of workers, and the list goes on and on. Some companies have opted to issue pay cuts rather than layoffs. A Loudoun County, Tennessee company, Monterey Mushrooms, said it has taken aggressive measures to keep employees safe after 57 employees tested positive for COVID-19. Basketball legend Patrick Ewing hospitalized after testing positive for the coronavirus. Officials are calling a shooting at Corpus Christi Naval Base an act of terrorism. A gunman opened fire early this past Thursday morning. One security officer sustained minor injuries and the gunman was killed. Several news outlets reported that Trump will break a 40-year tradition by not unveiling the portrait of President Barack Obama at the White House. But I unveiled it on my website and you can find the portrait under the show tab for this week. Tennis star Naomi Osaka has broken the all-time record for female athlete earnings in a single year, according to a new report from Forbes. The 22-year-old earned $37.4 million in the last 12 months from prize money and endorsements, making her the world's highest-paid female athlete. There was a sad outcome to an Amber Alert for a missing nine-year-old boy in South Florida. The mother had said she and her son were ambushed by two black men, but later the boy was found dead and the mother admitted she lied and had killed the boy. Patricia Ripley was taken into custody and charged with first-degree murder. The man who filmed the fatal shooting of Ahmaud Arbery has been arrested and charged with murder. I'll wait while you clap. Everybody's Talking with T, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. WJBE 99.7 FM and 1040 AM, just the best every day. All right, listeners, it's that time in the show where we review trending news. And today I have the know-it-all, Professor Jay, and our top investigator, Osaka Instigator T.I. Tam. So... The Rona still tops the news as more and more states and businesses reopen. Dallas president says he doesn't care what kind of peaks we have, how many cases there are, or how many deaths that occur from the corona. The country will not reclose again. Many of the businesses and individuals are using their own best judgment to navigate all of this. And keep in mind now, if your company is open, you can no longer file for unemployment. And get this, y'all. You better not fake having the coronavirus because I see where a Georgia man allegedly faked a coronavirus diagnosis to his employer, which led to the business having a temporary shutdown, and he is now facing federal charges. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, as if there wasn't already a great degree of uncertainty around the coronavirus and COVID-19. We got folks out here doing stunts and shows and playing with right. other people's whole livelihood. Really? Play with their emotions. Yeah. Just wait. I got some more for y'all. Yeah, you can't play about people's coins. Right. 
because it didn't just affect him. Maybe he was trying to get out of work, but they had to shut the business down. I know his co-workers were hot butter with him. As they should. Yes, exactly. Well, a police officer in Louisiana has been fired after publicly saying that it was unfortunate that the coronavirus didn't kill all the blacks. Now, how can we trust people to protect and serve if they feel this way? What? What? Uh, Let me repeat it again for the people in the back. A police officer in Louisiana has been fired after publicly saying that it was unfortunate that the coronavirus didn't kill all the blacks. My question is, how can we trust people to protect and serve if they feel this way? To answer your question, we can't. And this just shows the level of ignorance that we have with those who are entrusted with protecting and serving the people, air quotes, Mm -hmm. of course. Surely he must think that the the little spikes on the coronavirus, you know, are able to determine, you know, oh, this is a white person, so I'm not going to latch on to them. Or this is an Asian person, I'm not going to latch on to him or her. Oh, here's an African-American. Let me get all of my coronavirus friends and let's just take them all out at the same time. Clearly that must be what he's thinking. However... As we can see from the statistics that come out every day in a lot of these major cities, the Mm -hmm. coronavirus is not just affecting African Americans, but it's also affecting people of other racial and ethnic groups. So, again, we're dealing with a whole bunch of ignorance here. They really have, and like Jay was saying, it does not discriminate. And then he says this, and I'm... 100% sure that he interacts with some blacks on a daily basis, be it co-workers, managers, people in general, because there's a lot of us down in Louisiana. (laughs) Yeah, well, maybe he can find him another place to reside because he'll have some time off now that he's lost his source of employment. One of the latest trending stories was about the shooting death of Kentucky EMT Breonna Taylor. She was killed during a police raid of her apartment. She was shot at least eight times when three officers forcibly entered her apartment to serve a search warrant in a narcotics investigation. At first, they tried to charge the boyfriend of attempted murder when they broke into her apartment at 1 a.m. on March 13th. Those charges have now been reversed, thank goodness, because when they broke in, they were met by gunfire from the boyfriend. He said he feared for their lives, and I can imagine... At 1 a.m. in the morning and somebody's breaking in your home or you hear the sound of someone forcibly entering your home, your first thought probably is to protect yourself. The officers found no drugs in the apartment and the person they were looking for had already been arrested. But a judge had signed a warrant to allow the search of her apartment because one of the men they believed was selling drugs had used her address to receive a package. I wish you all could see my face right now. <laughs> is it tore up? It is. It's twisted up. Twisted up, tangled up, and just turned. Yeah, it was a sad story. It really was, and everything surrounding it was crazy. From them shooting her that many times to locking the boyfriend up, and he's only protecting his home, it was just too much. Right. 
And at some point, I wonder when cases like this will stop emerging so often in the news. I mean, it's not going as planned more often than not. And we've had a streak where we felt officers weren't held accountable, and maybe they still all aren't. But enough are to make a statement that, in general, we won't stand for this foolishness. Right. I mean, I, when you mentioned the story, my immediate thought was, oh, here we go again. Mm-hmm. You know, and we touched on this, but there are people out here who are already in a fragile state of mind. I guess that's a nice way to put it. I have a few stories from the Crazy Chronicles and the Stupid Criminal Files all rolled together. Police in Michigan have arrested an armed 70-year-old man who plotted to steal a U.S. Coast Guard helicopter and rescue hospitalized coronavirus patients. He was going to try to break them out, y'all. Oh, okay. He was trying to do his good deed. Maybe he thought that he was acting as an entity of the uh, of the state or as law enforcement. Maybe he thought he was a junior deputy or something, and you know he could get the <laughs> coronavirus patients out of the out of the, the medical facility. But he tried to steal a whole U.S. Coast Guard helicopter. I mean, well, he's going against the whole military, Jay. Well, when you have when you have these delusions of grandeur, and mm-hmm. you think that you are someone that you're not, you know, it's it's no holds barred. All bets are off. <laughs> Junior deputy. Well, I was going down Alcoa Highway today, and they had a whole bunch of private jets over there just parked because you know people aren't traveling like they. One, two, and I, in my head, I was thinking, I wonder if I could fly that. Oh, glory. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Let me sidestep the script a little bit. Where were you going to go if you could fly? I was going to pick y'all up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, and I think I'm pronouncing this correctly, but Johnny Robles out of Southern California was arrested after stealing camera equipment from a Riverside business. Then he tried to sell the stolen items back to the shop's owner later that day. So what happened, the owner was walking near his business when he was approached by this dear Johnny, offering to sell him some camera equipment. And the owner was like, this stuff sure looks familiar. So he went back to his store and realized they had been broken into. They caught the suspect. They were able to retrieve the stolen items and return them to the owner. And I bet when Johnny walked up to him, he was like, wait a minute. That looks like my, you know, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait. That's all I got on that one. Of all the looks. To steal something and then try to sell it to the person you stole it from. And then try to sell it to the person you stole it from. That is some bold stuff right there. <laughs> That's bad as somebody stealing something at your house and help you look for it. Right. <laughs> well, this next story is crazy as well. Two women were in the drive-thru at Dunkin' Donuts. One woman rear-ended the other. So they started to argue. And then they pulled over to the side in the parking spaces to continue their discussion. The woman who got hit 
was a 70-year-old disabled woman. The woman who hit her got out of the car, took her mask down, coughed on the lady and said, the coronavirus is going to get you. And that's when the elderly lady rolled up the window. She called 911. Now, the police came. The younger lady denied making threats, but did confirm she was recently hospitalized and had tested positive for COVID-19. So is this the new weapon now? Apparently so. And in the drive through at Dunkin' Donuts, I mean, <laughs> if, if, when you think about it in terms of, of donuts, you got these old lackluster lemon and strawberry donuts that Krispy Kreme got going on, and then you got Dunkin' Donuts where you have buku variety to choose from. We we doing it like that in the drive through at Dunkin' Donuts now, giving the elderly the coronavirus? Is this what we're doing? I'm just wondering. I mean, huh. to threaten that. Okay, so I read where a woman in Texas was arrested. After claiming to test positive for COVID-19, she got on Snapchat threatening to spread it to others. And guess what? She was charged with a terroristic threat. So y'all need to make note of that. It's like yelling bomb on a plane. People right. are not playing around with threats of spreading the Rona. And I've seen people, you know, be at the store. We've seen the video of the man at the store that coughed on some fruit and somebody smacked him into next week. <laughs> as they should. Indeed. People are using it as a now. You know, I don't come to my house. I got the corona. Oh, my goodness. You know what? I can't with y'all. Let me tell you something. Listen, <laughs> listen. If you want to check out any of the stories we shared today, visit our website. That's talkingwithtea.com, and you can catch up on those stories as well as those on past shows. Each show is different. We're proud that we are still able to say that we have produced now 262 unique shows. And guess what? June's coming around, and that is our five-year anniversary. So we got to turn yes, it all sir. the way up. All yes. <laughs> I thank you all so much. I have uh, some special notes of gratitude for you all in the next month. But for right now, that's it for this bit. And I can't wait to hear what the two of you have to say next week. And I can't wait to tell it. And you know I'm going to say it. All right. Well, once again, we've come to the end, but be reminded you can call in with thoughts or opinions to our talk line. That's 865-409-1170. You can also leave comments on TalkingWithTea.com, share stories, or spill some tea. In the meantime and in between time, engage with us on social media and join our Facebook group, The Tea Room. If you have announcements, Message Talking With Tea on social media or visit our webpage to contact us. Also, be sure to subscribe to Talking With Tea Daily, our online newspaper for your daily scoop of trending news, and find out what we're talking about. For more Knoxville news, don't forget to check out The Enlightener, visit my other Facebook page, The Village of Knox, or stay tuned to Knoxville's only urban radio station, Jamming 99.7. Thank you for tuning in to Talking With Tea, your urban talk show. The show designed with you in mind. And we would love to connect with you right now on social media. All things Talking With Tea. And you can listen to the show 24-7, 365 on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. Now on that note, tea will end with a quote. It may be a slow process, but quitting won't speed it up. Remember where you heard the word 
Keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking with Tea.